Welcome to a very special series of friending, which I've been calling Let Me Be Your Friend During the Corona Cray Cray Crisis. If there was ever a time where we needed the support and strength from a friend, it's now, people. This is no time to isolate, even though some of us are practicing social distancing, which we should. We still need to stay connected. Hey, this is a unique opportunity to really hunker down and invest deep into the friends that we already have and love, and it's also an opportunity to make new friendships and strengthen some old friendships that may have faded because of our busyness or distance. We're all a little less busy now, and I guess we're all distancing ourselves anyways. Here at Friending, we want to serve you during this very bizarre time, and so we're doing these mini episodes, and that is why we have this special series happening every single weekday. Today is Thursday, and we're going to talk about social media and friendship, and particularly we're going to talk about how to not let social media overwhelm you during the corona cray-cray crisis. The interesting thing about social media is that it's a place where we get information. And it's kind of become the main hub of where we find information in relationship to this virus. I don't know about you, but anytime I see an article on social media, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, wherever I am hanging out at the moment, if it's about something that is in regards to how the corona crisis is worse or how it can terribly affect me or any kind of negative aspect of it, I tend to click and read. Perhaps I'm the only weirdo that does that, but I tend to want to know the worst case scenario. And even if the worst case scenario is not even factually accurate, I still want to know. It's bizarre. Now, in the midst of all this, I have certainly clicked articles and have read memes of positivity and humanity coming together to really be there for each other, and that's beautiful. But if you're going to say to me, Noelle, do you want to read about how the nursing homes are helping their residents stay connected to each other, or do you want to read about the new corona symptoms that you may have? I'm probably going to want to read the negative article about the symptoms that I may or may not have. I am having a love-hate relationship more than ever with social media, and it's only been heightened by the coronavirus. It overwhelms me. And last week, I was having about 3 million breakdowns because I would read one really disturbing report, then I'd read an even more disturbing report, and then I would try to like find something positive to read, and that really didn't make me feel any better. So if you're like me, then this episode is going to help you. And we shall get practical about this because this is how we roll. Now, how does this relate to friendship? Well, I think that a lot of us are reading things that our friends share. At least that's what I'm doing. Whether they're sharing it on their Facebook or Instagram or they're just simply texting us, that is where we're getting our information from our community. I have not had to do a whole lot of Googling to find information about the coronavirus because everybody's talking about it. I think that all of us believe that sharing is caring. And if we come across some new information, we feel like sharing it's going to be helpful. Then maybe it is, but sometimes it's not. In fact, let me tell you a story about when I screwed up in regards to sharing some information about the coronavirus. I had seen that a friend had designed a website that was tracking the statistics of the virus spreading. 
and I decided to text this link to some people in my life, thinking that this information would be helpful, and it was not. I think it was anxiety producing, and I felt so bad because I don't want to make people feel more anxious. That is why sharing is not always caring, and I totally screwed up in this area. So yeah, I get this wrong. And it's not really until you're on the other end of receiving the information that's not helpful that you go, hmm, maybe I shouldn't share everything I come across, especially to the coronavirus crisis. Back to being practical. Okay, one of the things that has helped me is this. I have given myself a certain time that I will go on social media. Now, here's the thing. Because of this podcast, I have to use social media to let you know if there's a new episode or share with you some inspiring quotes and, you know, create community around friending. So it's difficult for me to get away from it. But especially during these times, I've had to really establish some pretty strong boundaries of when I'm going to be on social media perusing. I have not been letting myself go on it nonstop, which is what I was doing last week. And also I was doing a lot of stress eating because I was just coming across an overload of information. Some of it was conflicting and some of it was just downright dire. And I knew that I needed to give myself some boundaries. So I said, okay, when I first wake up in the morning, after I've done my little time with Jesus, after I've done a little bit of writing, after I've planned out my day, I'm going to take about a half hour to see what's happening on social media. And I try not to click on every article that is talking about the virus. I try to actually focus my attention on what is happening in the lives of my friends, whether they're my online friends or my real life friends. I really try to find a way to encourage them during this time using social media. So I usually will kind of peruse Insta stories. Maybe I'll send them a message. But I try not to click every article that's posted. I try. After about a half hour, I'll kind of stop. And then at lunchtime, I'll pick up my phone and see if I missed any major messages or comments I need to respond to. And I'll give myself another 15 minutes to kind of look through and see what everybody's doing because I want to see what people are doing. Now, some of us, maybe that's not a good thing. For some of us, that might make us feel worse. We might be looking at everybody's Instagram feed and going, oh my gosh, they're like doing amazing crafts with their kids. Or, oh my gosh, they were able to finish the novel they've been working on the last five years because they have more time. And wow, all I did was watch a lot of Netflix. If that's the case, don't scroll through Instagram. Don't scroll through Facebook. You don't need to know what's happening in everybody's life via online. If you have friends, you can text them or call them and just ask them what's going on in your life. Sometimes I'll just text my friends, what are you making for dinner? Because genuinely I'm out of ideas of what to make for dinner. But after I do my little perusing online during lunch, I will again walk away from my phone. Sometimes I'll even put it on silent and not really pick it up until I'm making dinner. And even then I'm not really looking at anyone's Instagram or Facebook. I'm probably watching Netflix. Anybody watch the Tiger King Netflix documentary? That was the most perfect documentary to watch during this time. I digress. I apologize. But again, I'm not usually interacting on social media. I may be on my phone answering emails or watching some Netflix. But right before I go to bed, again, I'll look and see 
what's happening on Instagram or Facebook, and I'll try to be an encouragement. Maybe I'll share a funny meme or a funny YouTube video, but I try to be a voice of hope or just a little bit of light. Now, let me give you a little bit of a tip here. If there is a person that you're friends with or that you follow on social media and they tend to be posting a lot of things that are upsetting to you or making you feel overly worried, it's totally okay to unfollow them for this season. You're not being a jerk. You're just practicing self-care. Unfollow people that are stirring panic, that make you feel like the world is ending, that make you eat a lot of carbs when you're trying to avoid the carbs. You don't need to have their voice in your head or in your feed right now. In fact, this may be the most perfect season to kind of clean up your social media. Go through some of the people that you've been following and ask yourself, does this person make me feel hopeful? Does this person encourage me to be a better person? Does this person make me laugh? Does this person help me remember the people who are less fortunate than me? I think it's important to look at social media like it's a diet. It's like what you're feeding your mind and your heart. Are you feeding yourself good things that are going to help you grow as a person? Or are you feeding yourself a bunch of junk? Even if it's from people that you call your friends. If what they're putting out on their social media is not helpful to you then unfollow them. You don't have to let them know. You don't have to start a Facebook war or an Instagram war about it. Just click unfollow and move on. Give yourself some boundaries. Don't be on social media all day. It's not good for you. Now that a lot of us are working from home, there is a temptation to just be constantly connected to it. Remember, it is a major time suck. And you've got dreams. You've got things to do. You've got friends that you need to care for. So instead of being on Facebook and Instagram and stalking everybody's lives and reading all the articles and feeling super overwhelmed, use that time to text a friend, to send an encouraging email, to have a Zoom call or FaceTime coffee date with a friend that you haven't spoken to in a while. Take back control. Give yourself boundaries by putting some time restraints on your social media use and also follow people that are going to encourage you during this time. Okay, in closing, I want to remind you that hope is born when hope is heard. So speak hope to your people, especially through your social media. Spread positivity and prayers before you start spreading panic, especially on your social media. Be a good friend in the midst of the corona crisis and also let others be a friend to you. And if you need a friend right now, join our Facebook group, The Friending Squad. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram at Friending Show. Okay? Till tomorrow. I'm here for you. Your friend, Noelle. Are you enjoying this podcast? Then help us spread the friending cheer by going to iTunes and leaving us a five-star review sharing why you love the show. You can also help financially support Friending by becoming a Patreon supporter. And of course, we do have special goodies for our Patreon friends. And last, talk about Friending on your social media. Share this episode link wherever you like to share your favorite memes or inspirational quotes. You can check the show notes to find out more. And thanks for being a friend.